Reasonable Boy podcast, the politics podcast number three. Floods. Over the past week we've seen some really atrocious handling of a situation in Doncaster and Derbyshire and of people being flooded out of their homes and how uh, Boris Johnson and the government have really dragged their feet in helping the people and instead of instigating a COBRA meeting as soon as it happened, as soon as they knew about it they waited and they waited and it took a letter by Jeremy Corbyn, leader of the the opposition to Boris Johnson to get him to actually instigate a COBRA meeting now if this was in the south east of England this would have been done there and then on the spot there's no doubt in my mind about that once again other parts of the country other than south east and London don't seem to count uh, in the government plans and whilst we had a hundred soldiers and a chin up helping out um, later on and all help is gratefully received I'm sure those people who are being flooded out of their homes now and I'm sure that over the past few months will be absolutely devastated about how the homes are going to look how they're going to get the homes dried out and repaired and especially if you haven't got flood insurance because if a flood has never happened in that area before why would you have flood insurance and so there's a, I think there's a, the, the government should then step in and say once somebody's done the survey and said this is what needs to happen then those people if you haven't got insurance the government will pay for it and I think that's important because if you are in an area which has got a higher flood risk then you really should have should have flood insurance and if it hasn't happened to you before or it hasn't happened there for 100, 200 years then your premiums will be low hopefully but as these things have become more of a regular occurrence the insurance companies are not going to stand there and say well we're going to give you the same ins- price insurance because they're not uh, and those people who, are, who have insurance have a flood and make a claim will see their bills rocket up in, pro- in price that's if that's assuming they can afford those premiums as well so I think we need a wider discussion here about how we look after people in general and yes people say well you can insure people for anything you can insure your home and your car and you can even insure yourself and whatever you can show anything you want but there comes a point where the country itself has to take on some of the risk because it's a countrywide problem it's a problem made out of the environmental crisis we have at the moment and it's also a problem because of the amount of money we actually spend on the environment agency them looking after the rivers and the streams and the coastline and whether they have enough capacity to do so so perhaps the river Don 
may have not burst its banks if the River Don had been dredged properly. Now, we know, we, we know from what we've been told that a month's rain fell in one day. And of course, that is a problem. But it's not something new, it's been happening for years. And some places have got away with it, just, and some places haven't. And so I think now it is a time for us to have a discussion about for events like this that insurance will be so costly for an individual that perhaps we have to say that the government actually covers the costs of repair. Because it's government departments that are responsible for the rivers and the streams and the coastline, the, the environment agency. So if they're not doing their job, why should the people of Fish Lake, for instance, have to worry about insurance for their homes? So I'm going to hand over now to a discussion which I heard on BBC Politics last week. And hopefully after that we'll have a bit more of a discussion. All right, we're going to um, briefly get a comment from you, um, Helen, about the floods, um, because that has dominated the news quite rightly and the devastation um, in parts of Yorkshire. Um, the criticism is you've been slow to tackle this because it happened in the north. Why wasn't a national emergency just declared immediately? I mean, my heart will go, goes out to people who've been flooded out of their homes. I was flooded out of my home in Kent last year. Um, wasn't the scale of flooding that we've seen this year, but I know what it's like to have to move out of your home um, because it's full of water up to your knees. But has the response been too little too late? Um, there has clearly been a, a very effective I mean, local response. It's been really good to see communities and um, local fire, ser fire services and, and response. But what about your response? What about the government's response? Cobra meeting this afternoon. But look, look, I mean, we're looking at these pictures. The whole place has been completely ruined. Well, I think it's good to see that uh, the Prime Minister has brought together a meeting of COBRA this afternoon, and particularly to focus on what will happen in the event of continued further rainfall, which right. is very uh, worrying. And in terms of committing more funds, how much money should be given now, broadly, to flood defences? Well, £2.6 has been spent on um, projects to improve flood defences. It's been the number one priority of the Environment Agency for the last few years. It's mm. been taken very, very seriously. And, of course, local authorities will also be reimbursed for the amount that they're spending at the moment for the immediate reaction to the floods. Um, we clearly need to take this very, very seriously. And, you know, it needs to all be part of our reaction to both manage the effects of climate change and part of our overall agenda of making sure that we stop future climate change. It puts the environment right at the top of our agenda again. Uh, what do you say in Jeremy Corbyn's letter to Boris Johnson, if this had happened in Surrey, not Yorkshire or the East Midlands, you say that you were flooded in constituency constituency in Kent, it seems far more likely that a national emergency would have been declared. Is that fair? I don't think that's fair at all. I don't think that's fair at all. There's been a very st strong response and, and as I've said, you know, COBRA is meeting today to make sure that we have all the steps in place should there, should there be any further today. Um, floods. Right. Cobra's meeting today and people have had buckets and pans and have been literally ladling water out of their houses for three days. Well, that it's is what happens in floods. Tardy. The, the Prime Minister's response is to let ordinary folk 
take the brunt of this to begin with before he wakes up to the fact that it's happened. Of course, if it had happened down here, it would have been different. We all know that's true. All right, we're going to talk to the Liberal Democrats who've got an announcement on flood defences. Um, Gavin. I just wanted to rebut this point about it would have been different if it's in the South. Mm. Right? Most people watching this programme probably don't have a great view of politicians. So if you start from the premise that politicians are acting their self-interest, the Conservatives are trying to win lots of seats in the north of England. The idea that they would deliberately not respond as effectively in the part of the country where they're trying to win this election is nonsense. So I have every sympathy with people, and rightly people ask questions about is the response good enough, mm. but that sort of cynicism of, oh, it would all have been different, it's in the south, that is nonsense. Helen, thank you very much for coming in today. So you've just heard the response of a government minister on the Daily Politics show. And if you listen to what she said, she really hasn't said what the government's prepared to do. It's about, oh, I'm sorry, um, the people are helping themselves and doing things for themselves and the fire service and the emergency services are helping. All of those have been cut. And the fact that the response is, the response is there is because of the goodwill of, of the people as well. And so if you listen to Gavin Bywell there as well, he's sort of apologising for the lack of, for nothing really. He just takes the view of the government is doing a grand job and that's not, we shouldn't be, you know, knocking them for it. Well, we should. You know, it's. This has been happening for a number of years. We've had, we've had, we've had uh, a number of years now where parts of the country have had rain that they would have it in one month, in one day. We've got a situation where people have been flooded more often than not these days. And, you know, they've got to come together here and they've got to actually start providing solutions to these problems. And... Of course, they don't like it when uh, somebody says, "Well, this is a, this would not have, uh, if this had happened in uh, South East England, the response would have been better." They don't like being reminded of that because it's essentially it's uh, the the bulk of the money in this country is actually spent on the South East of England. You've only got to look at transport, the billions of pounds they've put into the new Queen Elizabeth Line in London. And what they've got, they've got, they've still got the old pacer trains in the north, north of England. So you can see how this trick, there's no sort of trickle down effect. Um, even though we all pay our taxes, and even though the good folk of, of, of Yorkshire and, and people in Durham and Newcastle and you know Sheffield and you know they all pay their taxes, and they just get nothing in return really. And it just shows it just shows the actual government's attitude towards people outside London. I mean, these these people are going to have a horrible Christmas now because they're out of their own homes. Um, they don't know they don't know how they're going to place the furniture. They they don't know how long it's going to take for them to get back into their own homes. They don't know how they're going to be able to afford the insurance now because of the because of the flooding, they don't they don't even know what the environment agency is going to do going forward now that is, this has happened. And this should this, all this should be stuff that you can sort out in a couple of days after it's happened. You can get the environment agency together. You can get the insurance companies together. 
you can you know you can yeah, and you can build a plan for the future but I, and i know we're in an election cycle here and uh, but there's no reason why this can't be done you know actually if if people saw politicians doing something saying right okay this is what we're going to do and, and actually do it put, put something in place so it doesn't happen again but there are other factors as well that we need to discuss and it's about you know building homes on floodplains now this has happened probably for about a good 30 years or more even probably longer and how local councils have got and of all of all parties have got away with building homes on floodplains where they know their floodplains i mean those people who are there have bought a, a body house on a floodplain it should be, it, it should be the the council gave them gave the developer permission to to put those houses on a floodplain it should be the developer and the council that actually ensure that they actually give money towards those people because they 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 let that builder build those houses on a floodplain it's their responsibility and it's also a government responsibility as well to allow it to happen if you know it's a floodplain don't build houses on it and i think this is this is this is how governments have not have, have not really they're, they're not bothered about the ordinary people of the, on this world they just say, oh well it doesn't matter and you know oh, it, hasn't been, it hasn't been flooded for ages but what happens they build new houses and they get flooded or they've never had such an event and they get flooded so i think what we have to do now is we have to hold the feet to the fire whoever gets in uh, into office on december the 13th after the election that we have a solid plan going forward for the whole country about our environment and we look at this in, in a holistic way it's like just because you've got money doesn't mean to say you're the first in the queue it should be the case of what's the need of communities up and down this country and it should be based on you know what's the probability of these places being flooded have they been flooded before when have they been flooded before how deep was it you know what can we do to sort this out you know we, d we built flood defenses and sea walls and stuff on the coastline and yes there's erosion going on the coastline and some unfortunate people have got uh, their homes are being destroyed by erosion so how do we do how do we help those people who may have bought a nice house and it might have been seven eight hundred thousand yards away from the edge and all of a sudden it's now getting closer and closer and closer their house is worthless how do they how do how do they live in the future how what do we do to help them so um it, this is a bigger discussion and i think it's um it's a discussion that we've got to have after the election it doesn't help those people now who are, are basically homeless um for the time being because they can't go back into their homes but what we could do and what we should do is we should be saying to those people we've got your backs you will not lose out on this 
if you've got no insurance, then we will make an ex gratia payment towards everything that needs to be done to your home. And that's the least we can do for those people. And that's it for now. See you in the next podcast. Thank you.